Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 371, recorded from the D. Fauntleroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co host and my cousin, Mike, down in Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Doing good, buds. What's going on over there in the uh, Southwest Florida studios? Not much. No. How's the weather? I was supposed to get some rain, a couple days of rain. It's like uh, two or three days of rain, which is upsetting. Yeah, you don't like that, do you? No, do you? I, I mean, I'd take that over what I had here Friday. <laughs> a little bit of snow. We didn't get any accumulation, though, but. Well, you hope not in April. It's not good to wake up and. Did you get. Were you pissed? Or- I wasn't happy. Is, is that what you want to hear? No, I want to hear that you were pissed. I wasn't. Eh, it wasn't too bad. I didn't have to like lift up the windshield wipers or anything. I guess some parts of like Northwest Rhode Island got like five inches. <laughs> Did you have the kids in, in the tr- in the car with you? No, I didn't. I didn't have to drop them off. Oh, yeah, that's so. So you could get yeah. in the car and swear. Mm-hmm. If it you wasn't, wanted to, it didn't start snowing until later in the day, till like ten. Oh, o'clock. yeah. Was miserable, miserable. Because I think you said it was snowing, and then Schaefer said it snowed yesterday. I think I just said good. You did say good. (laughs) That bothers you, doesn't it? Well, I mean, I get it. I get it. Doug didn't say anything. He was probably outside shoveling. Yeah. You know, if if Michigan or Rhode Island got snow, that means Minnesota probably got six to twelve inches. Yeah. They still haven't seen the grass yet up there. Oh God, no! I know. I saw some idiot out on his boat today. (laughs) Oh, really? oh yeah, yeah. That's funny. Got to check oh. in at Maynard's on Lake Minnetonka. Oh yeah, we got here on the boat pods getting a hamburger. What about Stewart Sink? It was that was insane, wasn't it? That's pretty crazy. He put that thing away Friday afternoon. I know, right? Sixty-four, sixty-four, sixteen under through two pods. That's pretty good golf right there. Oh, that's good playing right there, partner. That's good playing. But he also, I mean, when's the last time he won on the tour? It's been a while. I mean, he's, what they say, he's 47? Yeah. That doesn't happen that often. I mean, I think Mickelson won a couple years ago when he was around that age. But he's a Gator, right? No, I looked him up, actually. He went to Georgia Tech. Oh, did he? I thought he was a Florida guy. Ramlin Rec from Georgia Tech. Hmm, interesting. Evan Kuchar. Georgia Tech guys. I just find it interesting. People are busting on his head, though. Do you see that? Do you see that tan line he's got going on? 
Oh, that thing's sweet, isn't it? It's like a perfect circle of white. That thing is gorgeous. Like, he never has his hat off, does he? No. Like, he probably has a nice pool at his house, and I bet he wears a hat when he's... He ha- yeah, because that thing is absolutely perfect. It's never seen a single He looks rail. like... Do, did I ever send you pictures of Dave Lonigan? We don't hear from him anymore no. on Facebook. Do you remember him? Uh, no, I don't. You remember him. He was the crazy Patriots guy who always posted memes, and oh, I would forward yeah, him to yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He was Uncle Joe's buddy, and they mm-hmm. used to kind of go back and forth. Well, this guy, this guy was like, he was, he was, he re- totally, totally reminded me of, remember when Kramer fell asleep in the uh, tanning bed? Yes. And he went to that party and like, they thought she was bringing a white guy to the party and he was darker than like the black people. Yes. That's what Lonigan looks like. Oh, like really? he goes to the beach for like nine hours a day and he posts this picture and it was just, it was scary funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Cause it was just like so dark. That's messed up. So that's like. Stuart Sink, except for the top. No, of the but he has that beautiful bronze head, but he doesn't not wear a hat. That thing is dark, too. I mean, the oh, whole, really? everything on him is just black. That's crazy. That can't be good. Um, I mean, who knows? What do I know? Yeah. I think some people just. I think when you get dark. to that point, you're just done. You don't care anymore. Well, I mean, it's like you're 95 and they're saying, you know, when you you drink a 12 pack and smoke three packs a day, you're going to quit smoking then? At that point, probably not. That's a good. Right. That's a good point you make. That's a very good point. I had to go to the OSHA state job lot today and get my propane refilled. Is that the only place you can go to get your propane? Don't you it's, like drop the them cheapest. off at the market? No. Yeah, it's cheaper there. It's a couple bucks cheaper. Oh, you actually price shop propane? Well, I don't price shop, That's but impressive. I just happen to know that oh. it's like $25 at Stop and Shop and it was $18 at Job Lot. Oh, that's so. significant. I thought like you yeah. kind of, hello, hi, how much for no, like no. five gallons? Because I think Walmart is like 20, but they're good luck getting someone at Walmart to come out and get you the propane. It's a nightmare. At least, uh, you know, the job lot's a little bit smaller. But I, I did some uh, New York strips on the grill tonight. Where'd you get those? Shaw's. They're on sale. You usually go, you go with the tips and, and like see like teriyaki tips. So you went straight up good stuff this time. Yeah, huh? well, because last time I went to the butcher, there's the Garden Hills Deli. They have like a meat counter. And I got myself a, a nice uh, sirloin, and I got the tips for the girls, and I grilled it. And then uh, your Gina Jr. ate half my steak. She didn't want the tip. She ate all my my oh, nice. Oh, she's steak. starting to get into the good stuff now, huh? So this time it was on sale at Shaw's five forty seven a pound. That's not bad for a nice. Really? Trip. Yeah. Wait, wait, I mean, it's obviously not the good stuff. What kind? What cut was it? Was it? It was a strip, New York strip. Yeah, but was it prime or like, do you know what kind of? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It tasted fine. But um, it, I, I grilled three steaks, one for me, one for the doc, and then one for the girls to split. And there was not an ounce of meat left over. That's good stuff. And the girls, were st- they wanted more. So they each had half of a steak, uh, like a nice eight ounce mm-hmm. steak, and they, they didn't have enough. They wanted more of that red meat. I like hearing these stories. I did just like medium well for them because I don't think they want it like a little little red on the inside yet. Even when they get a little older. I did some grilled asparagus with it. Yep. That was very good. Yep. So nice meal. Have you been hitting the grill at all? Do you do you grill like I know sometimes you'll post a picture of like a burger. Yeah, you know what? I, a lot of times I'll do those bad boys just in the uh just cast in my iron, pan right? in the cast iron, yeah. It's a lot not that it's easier, but it's easier. I think you get more control over it. Well, it's definitely easier for you because you do the charcoal. 
Yeah, right. So propane, you know, it's very easy to do the grill for me, but yeah, you're you're it seems like you really have to I feel like with you, your steaks you like to do inside and then you know, burgers and even sometimes the ribs you like to finish off on the grill, right? Yeah. But you don't do like you don't do like grilled veggies a lot or anything like that, huh? I don't grill a lot. I, I have to. I'd like to. It's out on the lanai. I'd like to get back into it, but because I lo- like I know how much you like the nice like thicker fish. Like grilled swordfish is one of the best things going. Oh, no doubt about it. And I know how you love your swordfish, so I'm surprised you don't grill more often. No, I love my swordfish because I do the swordfish on. The, I do the swordfish inside. I do the mahi yeah. inside. Yeah, I gotta get some swordfish fillets. I love that on the grill. You know, you know, you know what's a, a a super lazy way to do it that comes out really good. What's that? Is just put it in tin foil and throw oh, a pad of butter on it and yeah, just it let like it a go. Slice of lemon or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I'll do is before. just get the I'll sear it and get the grill marks and then just throw it in the saran wrapping. Yeah. Not the is it the saran is it Reynolds oh, wrap? Saran no, wrap is yeah. the clear stuff. You yeah, don't you don't want to put it in. There. No, no, I mean, no. I get my wraps confused that's okay no worries yeah i I like the uh i like doing that with the swordfish on the grill a little bit of lemon a little bit of salt and pepper can't really beat it new york strips they're so good aren't they that's my favorite it's such an easy cut too like you can't mess it up like sometimes you get like the t-bone and like close to the bone doesn't get cooked as much and the outside start getting well it's like it's hard to time that right I like this. I I still think I think the ribeye might be my favorite now. That's still your favorite, yeah. Is that like your favorite to cook for yourself or your favorite at a restaurant? Because there's a difference. Both. It's the both, yeah. Like I like to go with like a nice T-bone when I go to the restaurant because I get the strip and the fillet. But if you go with the, you know, when I'm doing it myself, I always do the strip or whatever's on sale. Can't really go wrong with that. Like the the decent cuts. But that's they they definitely enjoyed that. I also cooked. I grilled some chicken for tomorrow, so I have that ready to go. Pre. Oh, so you already have it all done. Sometimes you got to plan ahead. You get it get it grilled, ready to go, ready to rock. Again, we're talking food here, so that's gonna lead us into our uh, our main topic. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. Do we take our uh, our first break? Do we not? Do we not have a beer of the week today? Buzz? You know, I I. Could go get one. Should I go get one out of the fridge right now? And I mean, it? I just forgot to grab it before we started. Yes, please. Give me like three seconds. Thank Why don't you. you talk a little bit here? Okay. I don't really feel like saying anything. All right, I'm back. I didn't say anything. I didn't feel like it. That's okay. You were a lot really quick. I was quick. My I mean, my beer fridge is like 18 feet away. Listen. 10 feet away, I should say. I got it from the Appenog Brewery mm. in Warwick. I have the Good Crake, and it's a Irish stout, 4.3% alcohol by volume. Let's get this bad boy opened up. Ooh, smells good. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. Irish stout, Good Crake, Appenog Brewery. It's got some beavers on the can. Like that? There you go. Oh, that's good. Nice, uh, nice dry stout. Let's see if it has anything else on here. No, no other real information, but 
I picked this one up at the brewery a couple weeks ago. At the Epinog Brewery, very close to my house. It's a good one. I'm going to give it uh, I haven't given a high score in a while. I'm going to say like an 8.2. It's just a really solid stout. Wow, A2. Really solid stout. I like it a lot. All right. Well, with that being said, why don't we uh, go ahead and take our first break? Okay, that sounds good, Paz. back from break this is episode number 371 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast and in this week's episode we are going to discuss our top five restaurants that we want to eat at that we have not eaten at yet is that i don't know a better way to really say that yeah but i told you to take out um take out disney springs correct so in the death throw the... you for a loop no actually i'd already had my list and okay. it did not did not affect my list it got rid of some of my honorable mentions, but that's okay. Yeah, my top five that I have not eaten at that I'm dying to try. There's one weasel one in there, so I have a backup for it. So I'll let you decide when I get to it if you're going to let it go. If you say no, then I have a backup for it. So you want to get uh, you want to just get started on this list? Yeah. Now, this should be interesting because there's not a ton of places that you have not been to yet. That's correct. Um, there's, you know, I, I've been to a lot, I've been to a lot of the signatures, so there's not a lot of right. uh, like signatures on my list, but there's a, there's a bunch that I have not been to yet, but it was harder than I thought I was going through all the lists. I'm like, yeah, I've been there, been there, not really dying to try that. Like, I don't want to give anything away, but you know, like Tony's town square didn't make my top five, even though I have not eaten there. You know what I mean? But for you, you may have not, you don't have a lot of options. So you may have one on there that's like, oh, you're really dying to try that, but you just haven't been there yet. I also assume you didn't put any quick serves on there. That is correct. I did not either. Although yeah. it would have qualified, but yeah. they didn't make my list. You know, you know what it's like, Pards? It's like when you're on the meal plan, mm -hmm. you can use a sit down for a quick service. But why would you do that? Why would you? Yes, exactly. You want to kick it off or you want me to go first? You go ahead. All right, my number five, um, and this could this could easily move up the list higher, but I'm going to keep it at number five, is over at the uh, Kidani Village at Animal Kingdom, Sanaa. Oh, wow. So I've not been there, and I'm, I would really like to try I love uh, Boma, and I love Jiko, so I have no reason to believe I would not also love Sanaa. Hear a lot of good things about it. 
number five on my you list. You would love to do just like a, th- a three-day stay there and just hit the restaurants, eat, wouldn't you? Yeah, eat and hang out at the pool and have a couple cocktails and sit outside. Yeah, that's like if we if we could, and I'm not asking anybody, but if there are any DVC members who would like to put us up for the in gentleman's like golf bedroom. trip. Yeah, for the yeah, and a two bedroom for the gentleman's golf trip. Um, yeah, we, I'll pick could, up. I'll pick up your golf. That's 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 fine. nice. Yeah, there you go. That would be a good way, and then we could kick somebody out. Yeah, um, that's not that's not difficult. <laughs> yeah, no, that's really not difficult. Hey, I Mike, mean, those two bozos <laughs> don't bring <laughs> much to the on? table. That's true. I mean, one guy did save a life on the first trip, but was there, <laughs> was, there, was there a lot gained there? I'm not sure. Oh boy! And then the other guy was designated driver on the second trip. That was pretty big. That was helpful. yeah. But you know what though? When you look at what the cost of Ubers are, Ubers we could easily left. squeeze yeah, him true. in order to stay at a nice resort. That's a good point. I don't think he'd be too offended by that. All right, what's your number five, sir? My number five, sir, is over at Coronado Springs, Toledo. Oh, okay. I was looking at that, and I yeah didn't really jump out at me. Didn't me jump out it. at you, huh? Tell me about it. Well, I don't like know. I like the menu. I like the menu, and I thought I saw like a steak with chimichurra. Hmm. Isn't it like tapas though, which is mm-hmm. like small? Yeah. See, I don't like that. I feel like then you're suckered into buying too much stuff. Yeah, that's not a problem. Just sit up there yeah, for exactly. five hours. Try keep bringing little plates. Just over, relax. Try it. Yeah, that's true. When they first opened, they had like an like an olive plate or something on the appetizers that sounded pretty good. It did, didn't it? Yeah. I haven't looked at that menu in a while. That place got no no buzz because as soon as it opened, then the pandemic hit and everything was closed down. And they it, they're still not open back up yet, are they? No, they're not. The whole resort or just that restaurant? Just that restaurant. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. Kind of. It was pretty new. They were still, you know, it, it had been open, but not for long before everything kind of went down the tubes there. Are you ready for my weasel one? Yeah. Oh, no, this is the weasel one. I like this weasels. is the weasel one. And I think you'll allow it, but you might not. Sometimes you're a harsher judge than I would think. I'm going to say the brunch at California Grill. Does that count? Because I've been to California Grill. Can I can I squeeze that? Because the brunch is so different. Yeah. It's I don't so know different. if they I don't know. That's I mean, obviously, not I do know they're right not now. serving that now. I would, I'm going to have to go out and say that that's perfectly fine. You're going to let that slide, mm-hmm. okay? I would think so. I thought you would, but I mean, that brunch, just watching videos of it when it first came out and looking at the menu, and then you went there for Easter a couple of years ago. Yeah. And you just raved about it. Oh, it was, it was lovely. It's just a perfect setting. <clears throat> it's, the, it's one of the nicest restaurants, just aesthetic wise. On property, yeah, it's beautiful. And I then you it. just get all that, like a breakfast buffet on crack, and then like you could just order whatever entrees you want that mm-hmm. are just like top notch breakfast slash lunch entrees. Like they they have sushi, right? If I remember, correctly. oh yeah, like a huge sushi bar. Like it's perfect. oh, a monster sushi bar was perfect. I would have, I would go off my my rocker for that. I remember the first year on the gentleman's trip, we were trying to decide whether we should play golf on Sunday or do the brunch. And ultimately, we probably made the wrong decision. Why? Did they have that at the uh, first Yeah, I think that's trip? right when it first opened. I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, child. Ooh, man. Well, I'm glad that snuck in. So what's yeah, your number four? Yeah, that's not a problem. 
My number four mm-hmm. is at a moderate resort, Caribbean Beach, Sebastian's Bistro. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Now, for some reason, I thought you had eaten there, but you have not. No, I, I ate. I ate at the pool bar. I had the and you chicken got some wings. of their stuff. That's what it was. I okay. got the chicken wings, and they you were fantastic. Yeah, Sebastian's Bistro. Well, I'll go ahead and just say it. That's my number three. That is your number three. Yeah, Sebastian's Bistro. What excited you on that menu? Everything. It just that's like right up my alley. I love that kind of stuff. Maybe I should pull up a menu right now. Yeah, yeah pull it up because I think I saw a New York strip with chimichurra. And you I, love and that. Kinda... Any place that has chimichurra is like correct. Top of your list I drink that stuff. I love chimichurra. Have you tried making it? Uh, no, I'm sure it's pretty easy. It's probably I, I assume basil and some other things. Yes, there is chimichurri. So you do have the uh, the appetizers include a uh, crab cake, which sounds good. Those jerk chicken wings with a dark rum glaze and cilantro lime cream. I mean. You said they were big and, and like perfectly cooked, right, when you had them? Oh, my God. They were so good. I would love that. Caribbean pull-apart rolls, which is just like a bread with a bunch of dipping sauces, and then beef empanadas. Mm. Cuban black bean soup. You're, you're a big soup guy. Do you like I black bean soup? soup? Um, Like, it wouldn't be my first choice, but I would get it there. Sure. Oh, definitely. Stewed black beans with house-made shadis, jasmine rice, and sour cream. That sounds so good. The entree. No, that we- sounds really good. Not... We- that we sounds have, really good. We have jerk chicken, which, based on the wings, must be pretty good. Then they got the uh, grilled skirt steak with crispy yucca, baby bell peppers, and chimichurri. There you go. Yes, please. Sustainable mahi-mahi with a coconut orange rice, pickled onions, arugula, and a lemon butter sauce. Here you go. Grilled ribeye. Sweet potato, plantain mash, baby bell peppers, and chimichurri. How about a ribeye with the chimichurri on there, Bill? Yes, 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 yes. Then you can get the taste of the Caribbean, black beans, cilantro, rice. Choose any three, jerk chicken, slow-cooked pork, coconut shrimp, goat curry, or plant-based curry. So you get three uh, little uh, samples of the entrees. Fried Atlantic cod. That sounds pretty good. It's basically like a fish and chips. uh, Beer-fried Jamaican uh, with red stripe beer. So batter-fried cod. Bistro fries and a remoulade sauce, so like kind of an upscale fish and chips. Coconut shrimp and grits and a grilled New York strip. Mm-hmm. Ten ounce sweet potato plantain mash, baby bell peppers, and chimichurri. So there's three different steaks, and they all have the chimichurri on it. Yes. Can't go wrong with that. Then they have a few plant-based options. House salad, vegetable curry, Caribbean fruit sorbets. I guess that's the dessert. You can get a lobster tail as a side dish for 15 bucks. A four-ounce cold-water lobster tail added to any entree Ooh. for $15. A little surf and turf with some chimichurri. That wouldn't be a bad way to spend 50 bucks, would it? No. No. Desserts and beverages and all that stuff. And obviously, they have some specialty cocktails there. Being a, a Caribbean place, you're going to have a lot of rum drinks. But yeah, that place is, is uh, obviously on your list and mine as well. Um, and now that it's on the Skyliner, I think yeah. it's well, very accessible. So that, oh, just that, it's one stop from Pop and Art of Animation, or from Epcot for that matter, right? If you want to just leave Epcot, hop on that thing, and or or Hollywood Studios, hop over, get yep. a bite to eat, and then hop right back. Well, since uh, since we combined ours, what's your number three? My Mine number three is one of the few signatures. That I haven't been to, and that's Monsea Paul. 
Mm. Not that great. No, I'm not going to lie. It I was know, fine. You weren't a fan. I, it, put it this way. I don't think it lived up to the hype. It felt very... It was fine, um, but kind of old-fashioned. Like, even the menu seemed a little old-fashioned to me. It didn't... Nothing jumped out at me. But it was good. I mean, the food wasn't bad. I just feel like it was even more expensive than a lot of the signatures, and it didn't bring a lot more to the table than the other ones, in my opinion. However, I know you're a completist, so you want to try everything. So I think it's worth your time to try it. I mean, you understand somebody like me who's been to almost all those restaurants. I got just got to cross it off the list. Oh, I totally understand. Trying to pull it up here. Monsieur Paul. Monsieur Paul. You're jamming. I mean, they have, they have a, a prefix menu for $89. You get a red beet soup, a marinated hamachi with avocado. Second course is your choice of appetizer. You get the oxtail broth with braised beef. I had that. It was pretty good. It was like a fancy soup, uh, like a beef stew almost. Um, with a, and It had uh, a puff pastry over the top, so it's like almost... You know, like when the French onion soup comes out with the cheese yeah. on it? It's like this big beef stew with like a piece of pastry on top. Um, you get chicken breast, chicken liver mousse. Uh, the, those are all the appetizers. And then your third course, you get lobster thermidor. You can get squab or venison. Not a lot of... I mean, I know you're not a venison guy, but some of those things might hit you in the right spot. They do have a sea bass, though. The blackened sea bass with the potato scales, that's like their signature entree. Have you seen that? No. It has, like, little pieces of potato. It looks like scales on the sea bass. And a and very fancy sauce. I know that's, like, their signature dish. I love sea bass. Seared New York strip, roasted duck, bacon-wrapped golden tile fish. Have you ever had tile fish? I've never no. heard of that. No. never heard of it. Pan-seared. Arctic char fillet and a veal chop. Those are the uh, the current options on the menu that's online. They haven't been open since uh, since the pandemic, so that's one of the places where the menu changes a lot as well. But definitely options that you would enjoy. I yeah. just don't know if it's the best of the signatures, and especially for the price, it's a little little high. I'm glad I tried it, but I'm I'm not dying to go back. That's most fair. of the other most of the other signatures I would go back in a heartbeat. That one would probably be pretty far down my list of uh trying it again. Speaking of uh places that are high end, but not not that high end, is uh I'm going over to I believe the Swan to Il Molino. Yeah. I gotta try that place. Oh yeah. That chicken parm messes with me. Doesn't it? A, I loved. I like chicken parm. I never order it, but I think when I go there, I have to get that chicken. Parm. Doesn't there's, that thing? There's so many good things on yeah. that menu. That menu's so nice, isn't it? But I think I have to go with the chicken parm the first time. It's Remember the first time? What do you What do you call that with the bone in? Oh, the air the airline full airline. Breast or something. Yeah, remember when yeah. I remember when I got it at Epcot and mm-hmm. I took a picture and you said how good it and I was like, it's something different when it's on the bone. It's completely right. different. I mean, the, even the appetizers are just stupid. They got the 
a platter of Italian delights, prosciutto, mortadella, soppressetta, a lot of things I can't. It's just like a meat and cheese plate with olives and cherry peppers. Oh, man, I'm getting messed up right now. Salads, even like the salad, like the caprese salad, buffalo mozzarella, mm-hmm. tomatoes, roasted red peppers, and basil. I mean, how can you beat that? We got the, I think we got, the, we did, we got the arancini. Oh, the rice balls? Yeah. Italian rice balls stuffed with house made bolognese over spicy marinara sauce. Ten yep. Sounds so good. But the entrees are so good. I mean, they have just a, a risotto with wild mushrooms and truffle oil. That sounds so good. Risotto with seafood. I mean, tortellini. Like it's it's just perfect. I mean, I love Italian food anyway. That's like my comfort food. Pasta. I know you're not a huge pasta guy generally, mm-hmm. but this place, it's ridiculous. Ribeye, fourteen ounce grilled boneless ribeye served with fried onions, sautéed spinach, and a Chianti sauce. I'm looking at pictures here. I'm all messed up. The chicken parm, though. Yeah. I, I mean, that thing's the size of the plate, Bill. Yeah, it is. It's so lovely. It's you so can, dumb. You can tell just by looking at the sauce how fresh and homemade oh, it is. Yes. Can't you? Yes. You know what I would do, actually? I would. Uh, I know Sarah would get the chicken parm, and I know she wouldn't be able to finish it. So I could get something else and still try the chicken parm. I think yes. I could weasel my way into that. Or you or could get one the, to go for like a dessert. That's true. Like a late night dessert. That's not a bad idea. I mean, there's so many good things on the menu. I mean, they get the combo meals. You add these things. You can just add like a bowl full of penne with sauce for like 13 bucks to any meal. It comes out with a ton of it. it I mean, it's just so... It's such a good menu. You know what I... I think we've talked about this before, but a lot of the non-Disney run restaurants, you notice yes. how much bigger their menus are? Yes. Like the Disney ones have like six entrees. Yeah, right. Well, it's because of COVID. No, no, no. Even before that, they had No, that. I know. I mean, I'm looking at the entrees here at El Molino. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 entrees, mm-hmm. not to mention like the sides and all the appetizers and everything. I mean, that's a lot to choose from. Just a regular spaghetti. They got salmon. They got shrimp. They got grouper. They have pork chops. They have veal salt and boca. Mm-hmm. They got veal parm, chicken parm, a regular veal chop. Um, They got chicken with sausage or vegetables or spicy re- I mean there's so many things that sound good actually I think I got the Four veal chop steaks. oh okay You're, you like veal don't you yes I don't get it very often I like like the veal parm but that's the only time I've never had like a regular veal I think I've only had veal parm which is good yeah the veal chop thinly pounded veal chop lightly breaded and pan fried topped with arugula tomatoes and red onion but then there's the single cut veal chop with sage and garlic over a bed of potatoes. So I don't know which one you had. They both sound pretty good, though, don't they? Don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, that's not a bad choice for my list, is it? Ilmolino. No, that's a great choice. You kind of wish you could go there for the first time again, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I love that place. That's high on my list. I think this summer, 
if I'm if I'm in uh, Orlando proper, no matter what, I'm gonna have to go there for a meal. What's your number two, sir? We're gonna keep with the Italian Ooh. theming. Topolino's Terrace at okay. Riviera. All right, tell me about it. What's going I, on? There? I heard that this is a place that you go to when you have a lot of spare time because it is slow. Oh, really? Slow in a good way. Yes, that could be good. Yep. Topolino's um, Terrace for dinner. See what we got going on here. And it's not it's it's pricey, but it's not crazy. I mean, it's it's a little below a signature. I mean, they got pasta dishes in the what high twenties, well, low thirties. It's, it's technically a signature. It's a two credit. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. So, I mean, yeah, I guess they got the yeah most stuffs in the fifties, forties, or fifties. The cheapest entree is a uh, thirty dollar pomodoro uh, bucatini. Which is just pasta with tomatoes and basil. It doesn't look like a big portion on this picture they're showing. So what you've heard it just is a very slow service. Is that uh, it just I, I forget what they said. It just with the custom, it's just you you, you relax and it takes a while for your mm-hmm. for your entrees to come out and it's not one of your quick where you're in the theme parks and as soon as you order it, it it's on your right table and they it. want you the hell out. Certainly is an Ohana Pads. Look at this thing. The Booyah Base. Provencal fish stew, seared red snapper, branzino, cockles, mussels, fennel, and saffron roulis. I know you don't like fennel, but everything else Correct. in there sounds pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it does, doesn't, doesn't it? it? It's just chock full of all different seafood. I'm looking at a picture of that. Tomahawk veal chop. Yes, please. Oh, oh, oh Bill, that thing is enormous. Comes with some potatoes. They got a filet on there. Can you put that on the screen? You want to see the veal chop on the screen yes. here? All right, hold on. Let me see if I can uh, share my screen here. Boop. How good is oh, that? Oh, that thing thing's look? pretty. Doesn't that look nice? Yeah. Let me show you that seafood branzino, too. Probably almost want to bring that bone home, don't you think? You might have to. Like put it under your pillow? Look at that bouillabaisse. Holy crap. Doesn't that look good? Yeah. Some good stuff, but I I don't think, like, this is the Bucatini. This is the cheapest thing. That doesn't look like a big portion, does it? No. That's not a lot of spaghetti for 30 bucks. The only thing is, though, it looks, I think, from what I've understood, is that the uh, it's very deep. Yeah. Are there any steaks that you might be able to put on the screen real quick? Uh, they too? didn't have any pictures of them. They no, do have okay. a filet on the menu, but that's the only steak they have. Just the filet. Do you like looking at pictures food. of food? Uh, yes, I do. I do like that. It's very that's kind of messed up, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely messed up, but I mean, I know you like it too. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for my number one, sir? Yes, sir. So there's a place that I don't know if it would have been my number one if not for you. The place you've been to recently is Tiffin's. Oh, yeah. I mean, just the way you talked about it and just how much I love Nomad Lounge, there's no way I won't love Tiffin's. No, you're going to love Tiffin's. Tiffin's is fabulous. It's another, you know, high end, but man, there's some good stuff on there. Surf and turf. And they change the menu a lot there, but. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. I mean, just. And we were talking about the entree sizes. I'm looking at their entrees. They have five. 
five entrees for on their menu a whole fried fish surf and turf south african uh, south african brie spiced beef tenderloin seared scallops potato pave grilled vegetables and that's what i had actually chris and i both had that then they have the tamarind braised short ribs with parsnip potato puree cauliflower and then you can uh, you can actually substitute uh, filet mignon for that butter chicken which is a great uh, have you ever had butter chicken? I don't believe so. So the it's a weird name because it's really like a tomato kind of like curry sauce, but okay. I guess there's a lot of butter in it, so they call it butter chicken, but it doesn't taste like butter. It's just a really flavorful, uh, usually like slow-cooked chicken. I've had it before. It's good. Not from there, obviously. And then shrimp and grits on the menu as well. Um, there's some side dishes, lobster mac and cheese, some cauliflower. Crispy lobster mac and lobster. cheese is fabulous. Is it? You had that? Yeah, it's well. good. I so mean, good. How can you not? Mm. But yeah, I got to try that. That's that's very very high. obviously number one on my list. But it looks good. I know the uh, their octopus is like their signature mm-hmm. uh, appetizer. Didn't Susie try that? The seared octopus or no? Did you guys not get that? I don't think we did get get that. No, I couldn't remember. Some good stuff though. Yeah, I, I gotta try that. I don't know that the problem with that place is I don't know if there's a lot on the menu for for the dock. I don't know if she'd be too interested in going there. Because when we go, like we like to have like one <coughs> special occasion. Like I don't know if I, we I'd be able to convince her to use the one special occasion meal. Oh, for that on Tiffins, you know what I mean? Because I don't think there's a lot on there that she would really be dying to try. And you'd have to downplay. Il Molino would have to be not the high end. No, that's definitely that's just the regular. Yeah, that's, that's just that's like reg- our Twin Oaks dinner. Correct. You know? yep. yeah. yeah, you can't. That can't. That doesn't count as a. Yeah, you can't no. use that card on El Molino. Absolutely no, no, not. definitely not. That's just that's just non-negotiable. I don't have to sell her on that. I mean, there's probably ten things on that menu that she would love to try. <sighs> All right, Bill, what's your number one? My number one mm-hmm. is Takumi Thai. Ah, that was. Uh, that was my backup if California. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to try this place. I heard it's fabulous. I heard it's expensive, but I heard really, really good things about this place. That's another one, though, that's like you need a lot of time, right? Didn't they say? It's like a yeah. three-hour experience, which you don't mind. I know that. No, I don't care. I mean, there, yeah, there's some pretty, uh, pretty dumb prices on here. The entrees start at $42 and they go up to $120. But that's for Wagyu. Japanese A5 Wagyu tenderloin with leek sauce, warhisha curried potato, and a seasonal mushroom. $85 for an American Wagyu strip steak, purple sweet potato roasted mataki mushroom, and fresh wasabi root. I mean, that's tough for me. I'm going to show you this picture. Can you spend eighty five dollars on that plate? Probably not. But that's the, tough, I, Bill. That's eighty five bucks. But I bet the steaks just out of this world, don't you think? Probably. What else do we have? That's fifty two dollars. That thing right there. That's sea. What is it? Sea bass. Oh. But I mean, it doesn't look like huge portions. <laughs> See if there's any other. In this sushi. Look at that sushi is like thirty-seven bucks. You're looking at five pieces of sushi. 
it's it's expensive. They don't try to hide that fact, though. No, it's definitely expensive. So, what are you gonna do? What even this is? This is the Wagyu uh, appetizer. It looks like it's like oh no, this I don't yeah, that's like a shredded Wagyu on a on a bone. Oh, that's the uh, the bone marrow kind of thing. That's right? the bone marrow dish. Roasted bone marrow with braised wagyu short rib, yuzu koshu, wasabi, sisho, bavoris, and warshisha. I don't know any of those words, but that was would you eat that? Oh, I would definitely eat that. Yeah. And they also have a. Uh, I mean, that's their regular menu. Apparently, they also have the tasting, the omakase tasting. Which looks like it's about $150. A person? Yeah. And what? how many courses is it? Um, it looks like it's five courses. The first course... I don't even know. There's pictures. It's, it's different every day, apparently. But you get... That looks like a mushroom. You get some appetizer. You get some sushi. There's a plate cleansing course, whatever that means. That's this. That's one of your courses. Looks like a piece of ice. But then there is Wagyu. That's one of your courses is the Wagyu. Yeah. That's yeah. Look, that's not bad. That's a lot oh, of food there. Oh, yeah. Look at that, parts. Two different cuts of the Wagyu. Looks a little oh, yeah. though, doesn't it? I don't know. That, yeah, I get I, yeah. Have to specify how you want it, I guess. I guess that's true. Oh yeah, I'm doing the tasting. Look at this thing. That's a water cake. That's that's your dessert. Looks like a jellyfish. It's definitely out of out of my comfort zone, so I imagine it's pretty far out of your comfort zone, but yeah. You just kinda gotta go with it when you get to that point. I, I, you? you do it. Get some nice green tea and sure. Definitely. Oh good ball. Do you have any honorable mentions on your on your list, or you want to save that for after the break? Uh, we can save it for after the break. All right. We'll be right back. We are back for break. Episode number 371 is in the books here at the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. We just got through talking about our top five restaurants that we have not been to. Did you have any on your honorable mention? I know you don't have a lot to choose from. Yeah, I did. What'd you have there? I had uh, Treacheria Al Forno. 
Oh, okay. It, I had the breakfast there. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it with the characters. I know it's like a weasel thing, but we went with the girls, and it was pretty good, actually. I like the breakfast. I have not done the dinner. That menu looked okay. I've heard good things. I mean, you can't really mess up Italian, can you? No, but you can have lousy Italian. Yeah, that's. I guess it could be a little... Here's one that I thought was going to make your list, and it, it, it's on mine for honorable mention, is the Yak and Yeti. I know you've been dying to try that. Yeah, I have. It just it didn't make my list. That was on my honorable mention. I also have uh, Blue Zoo on my honorable mention. And then... and the, the, You know what? That's interesting how I missed that, because Blue Zoo would have certainly made my list. You think so? Yes. Would have bumped everything down a notch. Yep. You want to just start the show over? Yeah, let's just run it. Okay. Hello and welcome to it. No. <laughs> um, then the obvious one, I didn't put it on my list because I think it, it was too, is the Victorian Alberts. Yes. I mean, it's, it's something I'd love to try, but it didn't, I don't know, realistically wasn't on my list. I don't know. I just couldn't, couldn't put it on there. It was too, too obvious, I guess. Would that if you had not gone, would that have been on your list? Would you have put it on, or would you have stuck with like kind of no signature restaurant? Yeah, no, I probably would have put it on. Yeah, I'm wondering. I, I kind of felt a little, a little iffy on that. That's always been a bucket list, and if you're a Disney nerd and you love food, that's just one of those. Things. That's true. That's a good point. But that's it. And you you uh, reached out on some social media. Yeah, right? did you? you got yes, some? I have a few of the uh, responses here. Which where are you starting first on Instagram or Facebook? I'm on Facebook. It doesn't even okay. show me who said the comment anyway. This is Vic, Vic over on Facebook says he'd love to go to Victorian Alberts. Yeah, but he said the dress the dress code's a little too stuffy for him. He said they he, frown upon flip flops and sleeveless. And a sleeveless Van Halen T shirt. He's showing his age right That's there. Pretty nice though. I was rocking to some Sammy Hagar a little while ago. There you go. Can't go wrong with that. Sue Willing said Olivia's and Sanaa are both on her list. And then over on the uh, on the Instagram, what do we have here? Jamie said he would like to do Tiffin's, Cali Grill, Chef de France, and uh, Raglan Road, City Works, and Skipper Canteen. He's going to be trying those for the first time on his next trip. And then Mary from the Everything is Satisfactual podcast said California Grill and Le Cellier are at the top of her list. Now, that's surprising. You didn't th- Well, but she's been to all the garbage places already. No, not that she would pick some upscale places, but Le Cellier, she's I never like like steak. She's oh, she does. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know that. She's not like into like crazy into it, but she enjoys steak. Like Okay. I didn't know that she likes steak. I don't think yeah. I've ever had a steak with her. Yeah, she never orders it, but I guess if she went to the Cellier, she probably would. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you can't go wrong with the the beer soup, Bill. I like Le Cellier. It's good. I haven't been since that place is so like either people love it or people absolutely destroy it. Well, people used to say it was like, oh, it's the best value on property because it used to be a one credit. You know, if you're on the dining plan, you got to go there, and they bumped it up to the two. They kind of made the menu a little fancier, and some people didn't seem to like that. I haven't been in a long time. I'd, I'd like to give it another shot. So it used to be a Ponderosa, and they bumped it up to a Capitol Grill, and that pissed well, people no, off, huh? No, what they did was 
it was the food stayed the same. They just jacked up the prices, and now you have to use two credits instead of one. I think that's what pissed people off. But I don't really know. A lot of the stuff stayed the same, but they changed some of it. It was the best value on property before, Bill. Not anymore. I don't know. You have anything else you want to add here? No. Did you? Did I miss any? Because you know most of the places I've been. Is there an obvious one that I missed? Um, let's see. Been to, you been to Gico. Been to Gico. Been to Narcusi. Been to Citricos. Yeah, to I was gonna say Citricos because that's a place that not many people have been to. Yeah. Nothing at the Poly. Nope. Been to those. You been to um, Yachtsman. Been to Yachtsman. Been to Shula's. I mean, flying fish. You said you weren't blown away by that, right? Oh, I love flying fish. Oh, okay. So maybe. Oh, ye- oh, yes. Why did I think you didn't love it? What oh, was- I don't know. I love oh, flying must- fish. Uh, maybe I was mistaken. Obviously, I was. Yeah. So maybe that one would be one on the list. Yes, that has to be on the list. Flying fish is phenomenal. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I would definitely like to try it, but for some reason, I had in my head that it wasn't that good. Really? No, we loved list. it. Susie loved it too. Hmm. I don't know. I must be misremembering. Thinking of something else, perhaps. Showing my age. Well, anyway, that'll do it for this week's episode. You know where you can find us online at wdwbtg.com, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at wdwbtg. Subscribe wherever you download your podcast. Leave us a review. And a subscribe there. Uh, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. Subscribe and uh, like. Give us some. We're up to 160 now, Pods. Well, that's pretty good. We're we getting there. Get that jump Chug 200 along. and then just keep chugging along. Keep chugging along. The first 100 was tough, and now it's kind of going a little quicker. Just got to keep turning those videos out. It's hard with uh, that memory card being gone, too. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, hurt, that hurt the production a bit. Yeah, it did. Um, what else are we doing here? Oh, you can email the show info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. Did I forget anything? Uh, that would be a negative, sir. All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode number 371 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye. To all our company M-I-C See you real soon K-E-Y Why? Because we like you M-O-R